Ethical disclaimer. While Diana and I are psychologists, we aren't your psychologists. Reverse psychology, while hopefully fun and informative, is not a replacement for therapy. If you're interested in speaking with a therapist, please check out some of the links in our episode description. Also, Diane and I are both deeply passionate about psychology. Common with things you love, we may get frustrated, but at the end of the day, we hold sincere respect for psychology and psychologists. Now, on with the show. So Mike is going to start yelling at you to get closer to the microphone. You like literally have to get really close to it. It's uncomfortable. I will try to talk as close as possible. You're doing good. Yeah, Thank that's you. a good one. Yeah, you're a guest, so I'm not going to be mean. I'm going to talk shit you- on the next episode. <laughs> no, you can be as mean as you want. I don't care. Oh, good. Aww. I can take it. All right. Well, buckle up. who's that laugh from it's shoot well (laughs) (laughs) she was already talking (laughs) it's the laugh that gave it away (laughs) who's it who's it would you just say welcome back welcome back welcome back to reverse Reverse Psychology. psychology the podcast still i'm dr diana i'm a licensed psychologist board certified behavior analyst and and board certified badass Cool. Yeah. I am Dr. Mike, clinical psychologist, Li- licensed, licensed psychologist, class C driver, <laughs> uh, amateur forklift operator, and just an all around pretty okay guy. You're not a, you don't do heavy machine, you can't do heavy machinery. It's not a joke because you actually have to have a serious license to do that. Yeah, I have a joking license. <laughs> this is why people tune in. And who is this person oh to my, my right, your left? We have our first guest. Yeah. You guys said enough. We need somebody else on it. Yeah. We heard you. And now for the next hour straight, it's just going to be... <gasps> Dr. Katie. Dr. Katie. Welcome to Dr. Katie. I'm honored to be the first podcast. Yeah. How's well, it feel? I, I'm a little nervous. You always remember little, your first. I'm kind of, I do. <laughs> Unless you're so drunk, you can't remember it. <laughs> I'm a little sweaty right now. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If only there was a psychologist in here to teach some relaxation skills. If only oh. I could take my we own advice. We can do advice. a relaxation skill right now. You take really quick and short breaths with your mouth and then aggressively blow out with your nose and you just do it until you pass out. <laughs> I used to tell my clients all the time your pizza thing. Smell the pizza, blow on the pizza. I oh, stole you that a- from you. God, thank you. Yeah, I don't give you any credit for it. I don't give but, a shit. Yeah. Wait, what? I don't know this. What it's am I supposed to do? It's how you deep breathe. Uh, I teach pizza smell breathing. I call it pizza, pizza breathing. Oh. You, you put pizza. your hand on your tum tum like you're mm, time for pizza. You smell the pizza. <laughs> oh, it's, is it hot? Blow that pizza off. Blow it off. <laughs> and then people love it. The people, people love it. I always have to do a disclaimer. I'm like, when I work with kids, I call it pizza breathing. But with you, I'm going to call it deep breathing. I don't work with kids. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. Jokes on you. They love it. Who doesn't love pizza? I know. And breathing about pizza. Yeah. I love that. Pizza and breathing are my two likes. (laughs) On Facebook? (laughs) The only two likes on Facebook I have. Okay, good. Yeah. Should we do some reviews? Yeah, let's do a reviews, then we let's get to know Katie. Okay. Okay. So there's only two. Well, you know what? Let's go around the horn. Let's 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 say there's two. There's we're, we're choosing to only read two. No, no, no. Instead of there's only two, how could you reframe that? There's more. There's more than two. <laughs> no. Positive reframe. <laughs> so 
So I'm going to read the first one and then Katie will yeah. read the second one. Okay, that's and then, good. Diana, you're just going to be the banter. Okay. Not just the banter. You're going to be more than you're the banter. You're only the banter. You're all the banter. Okay. Okay. This first review is from Ultra Charlotte 45. Some time ago, an Ultra dad gave oh, us a length right. review. And this is the daughter who I think is young. They listen in the car. They listen to they the car. Like, yeah, See, I am a pod listener. Okay, so I love this because there is sparse punctuation. So I'm going to read it as best I can Kids as it's written. Days. Kids these days have no time for periods. Am I right, yeah. ladies? <laughs> okay. No shed. <laughs> the title is My Dad's Daughter Review. Do you think it's the dad writing as the daughter? Maybe. Or the daughter really wrote in. I don't know. I know. Okay. Well, well, well. the son needs to write in and tell us. Yeah. Five stars, obviously. Hello, pretty okay. I am Ultra Dad five 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 daughter. I sometimes sleep watching some other podcasts. I sometimes stay up in my dad's car too. Hear this? It's pretty good. Bye. Wait. But how fall asleep when you wake up? I never can. Was she maybe talked to text? Maybe she was talked to text. Maybe this is from your dad. <laughs> Siri, leave a review. <laughs> Here it's pretty good. You know what? Thanks, though? Charlotte. Five stars. And it's five then stars. That five stars is five stars. I'm not. I'm. I'm in no place to look a reviewer in the mouth. Yeah. Do you? Would you ever do that? Probably I not. No. Thank you, Charlotte. Thanks, Charlotte. One more person in the family to review. Yep. Then you guys get the trifecta. Katie, you can read this one. Okay. This review is from Veggie Peach. I think all peaches are veggie. They're fruits, actually. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. whoops. Yeah. They're stone fruits. Don't, sorry, I was I about to say that, yeah. but then I was then I was questioning my knowledge. Nope. I was like, if I say that, then it's like nope, it's forever right. on the internet, you're so right, I don't want right. to be wrong. No, you're right. Uh, veggie peach stone fruit. <laughs> Weird. Okay. No, it's a five star review. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That, that's it. That's all right. The Why do you need any Short more than that? And sweet. And to the point. And TTP. I think it's about time we get to know who Katie is. Start from the end and work backwards. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Dr. Katie. Okay. I am a clinical psychologist. Okay. Good. I'm a licensed psychologist. Okay. 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 I work at a local medical center. Oh. Mm-hmm. As a psychologist. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you a primary care psychologist? I'm a primary care psychologist. Okay. I What's also, that? it's a person who works okay. with <laughs> patients in a primary care setting. Okay. Doctor's office setting. Mm. I'm also part-time faculty at a local university, oh, so yeah. I do a little teaching. Ooh. I did look up to see if you have any chili peppers, any, any professor reviews, and I couldn't find any. It's because my name is misspelled on Rate My Professor. <gasps> oh, no. Mm-hmm. I was going to have you read a review of yourself. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, still time. Do you have yeah. chili peppers? They, um, they no, did away with them. I don't think there's chili peppers. Well, what are they now? They're, they yeah. just don't have them anymore. It's, it's a bowl of chili? It was a positive review, I will say. You only oh. have one? I think nobody else can find me because my name is misspelled and no one else cares, I guess. Well, that's, that's a really positive review. Like, and someone fought to find it. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know the story about Mike's rating? That he's really upset because he didn't get a chili pepper. Oh, yeah. No. It's, it's from a dude. I don't think street. we know if it's from a dude or not. He started it saying, I'm a dude. <laughs> I didn't. He writes like a dude. <laughs> oh, whatever. That's sexist. Was it a positive review? Oh, yeah. He was like, he's good, I guess. I guess. Good stuff. Good stuff. No, Mike always gets like um, <laughs> Real reviews. funny. Yeah. Funny, really entertaining. Easy, shows up half the time. You're not you're not easy, I don't think. No, I make them work for it. Yeah, you're you're a hard mm-hmm. you're a hard faculty. I'm a bit of a tease though sometimes. <laughs> In what way? I'm like, oh yeah, you're, you'll totally get an A on this test. Oh. And then they don't get it, and I'm like, oh you should mm. try it harder. Mm. And then I always have like my dress shirt off one shoulder. 
<laughs> like a few buttons undone yeah. just to be like i did get a review yeah. once that was like why do you keep dropping your pencil turning around and bending over to pick it up <laughs> the bend and snap dr mike is a pro <laughs> bend and snap. i would give you two chili peppers for that oh. if i were your student <laughs> so what do you want to know more about me i do want to know where i just don't even know how to cry well i'm also very passionate about the royal family oh that's right yeah we did (gasps) that's right let's tell that story yeah Yeah, you can tell that story i'm okay with it well you you, you're gonna have to be Mm -hmm. uh because you signed a waiver (laughs) i Uh, did not sign uh, a waiver for this Uh, (laughs) we were at a kentucky derby party that you were throwing this is this is how this guest ship started it is and then Mm -hmm. i asked you if you wanted to be on it and you were so excited but she hadn't listened to it yet i don't think think you would listen to it it was in may was it out? it was like maybe our first one episode out and it was sloppy yeah not the tight show you're watching right now you were still workshopping we're things, still workshopping stuff yeah. yeah we're doing some open mics we're definitely mm. still workshopping things so <laughs> abw always yeah. be workshopping yep. That's right. and so i asked if you wanted to be on you're like yes and i go what topic would you like to do before i can even get to the word do i said what topic and you go the royals and i was like oh let's back up again because it's, <laughs> it's a psychology pod- podcast it's a psychology focused podcast yeah. and you're like i'll make it work to be fair I had had several mint juleps. Mm. Those are fantastic, by the way. Because it was a Kentucky Derby party. Who, and also, to be those? fair, I my husband did. He makes a strong batch. However, I would like to say that there's plenty of pathology in the royal family. So yeah. we right. could do a topic. Oh, we that should. Would be, yeah. Let's circle, Especially right circle now. back around There's to a lot that. Going yeah, on right yeah now. some mental health stuff, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Meghan Markle, she's not holding up that well, but... It, she it, looks fantastic. To be bro. fair, I mean, she looks great. Yeah. She, that's a lot of scrutiny. A lot of scrutiny. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of in your face. We should do a very uh, good episode about the royals and just keep. No, re- we should do a bad episode. <laughs> no matter what pathology. <laughs> we should do a so so episode about the royals. I just love the idea of no matter what pathology we talk about, we just always end it with, but they look fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen her hair? Yeah. She. I think she's pre- is she pregnant again. No, who? Megan Markle. I don't think is so. she. So they were teasing about it. I mean, that's a mean thing to tease. No, about. like not. They were like me. I don't know. They were like maybe. Are you, pregnant? <laughs> you never ask royal if they're pregnant. Okay. The queen's pregnant. Did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah. They pregnant always think one of that's how the tabloids sell pregnant themselves. Ideas. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be a great cover of a tabloid. Like the queen's the pregnant, queen's... and who's the bi- who's the who's the and baby? it's twins. <laughs> it's twins, and they're gonna come out forty five years old. Because that's how old she is. Already with uh, yeah. hair loss. Because that's what happens in that family. That oh, was mean. Does. I'm sorry. No, you're it's right. Just it's just true. So anyways, Katie, how did you get into, how and why did you get into psychology? And who? And, how, why, and who? How, why, and who? How did I get into psychology? I took a bunch of classes in college mm-hmm. uh, in all different subjects, and it was the only thing I was good at. <laughs> That's my story, too. I know. <laughs> Me, too. I switched I, majors because I was slowly into I was it. like, this is pretty much the only thing I can do. So, um, yeah. It, when you took your first it. psychology course, did you think one day I'm going to be on a podcast? It, w- it was a dream. Yeah. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is kind yeah. of a bucket list mm-hmm. item for me. Good. Actually, don't kill yourself. If I'm telling the truth, I wanted to be Oprah's psychologist, mm. like the on her show, like the guest expert. Oh, like uh, who was it? Expert? Who? I yeah, mean, like, who is Doctor Phil? Yeah, it Dr. was Doctor Phil, Dr. Phil yeah. and then he, Oprah. The disgrace. You gotta Dr. love Phil. yourself first. Oh, God. 
God. I know. Phil. I know. Yeah, that guy. Anyways, then she had to go and end her show oh, when I was still oh. in grad school. Did you drop out of grad school at that point? Um, For like two weeks. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And, and I decided, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm already this many years in. I might as well finish. And then so you found out there was a person named Wendy Williams who desperately needs a psychologist. <laughs> she does that girl? True. That woman. Okay, so you were good at psychology. I was good at psychology. And then why grad school though? Uh, because you can't really do anything else with <laughs> the degree in psychology. You just failed up unless yeah. you yeah. Um, Peter also I graduated college Barista. during the Great Recession. Oh, so yeah. you know. Thanks, yeah. Bush. But, yeah. <laughs> Al Qaeda? Did they do that? <laughs> I don't know. We can blame it on them. Yeah. Um, Are we saying yeah. like 2008? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I went on and did the grad school thing and thought I would end up in academia and ended up in the clinical side of things with academia just being my part-time gig. What changed your mind from academia to practice-based? The lack of jobs, except Mm. unless I I could have moved to Maine and I decided not to and I wanted to stay in Florida. That's kind of the rub. That's very similar to my story. I refuse to apply. Sorry if you live in this state, but I refuse. If you say no offense, people cannot get offended, by the way. They agreed to it. No offense. Verbal contract. Um, I refuse to apply to a job in Oklahoma. And then I was like, musical. No, just because of how shitty the state is and tornadoes. No offense, by the way. No offense. You can't, you can't get offended. So a lot of the jobs were like Midwest and I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I don't blame you. I moved. This is my third move for job stuff and I'm done. Tapped out. I am a native Floridian. Oh, and you wanted to stay close to your family. And I lived out of the state of Florida for many years. What state? And North Carolina and then Ohio. That's the Florida, the Mid-Atlantic, though. What, say what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to make conversation. <laughs> and I I'm need, just trying to make this work. I needed to come back to Florida. I'm, I don't. I don't do cold weather. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but How anyways, that's a did your story. parents feel about you pursuing? I feel like psychology? you're only bringing this up because we talked about it like ten minutes <laughs> yeah. ago. Maybe. My father is a psychologist. Oh, so he knew. So he oh, he was on board with being a psychologist. What does your mom do? She's a nurse. So is my mom. Actually, they're so both retired. My mom. What? <gasps> we were. Are we the same person? We're the three best friends. And 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 is this nurse club? Nurse Kid Club? Nurse Kid Club. Yep. We never also, had to go to the doctor. can we agree? That, yeah, I'll never know what to do if I get sick. Mm-hmm, for If real? I can't call my mom yeah. to be like, what What should I do? Yeah. yeah. And Did she says, guys- take some Sudafed and drink some water. Mm, yeah. Classic nurse What will advice. I do? I don't know. Did your moms have to give you shots when you were y- younger? Okay. <laughs> no. Just, no. I mean, I just... No, we were in a different era. I yeah. know. I, ha- laws. I remember my mom chasing me around the house because she had to give me a shot in the butt. I don't even remember what it was. For what? I, I don't was know. Nothing. Was it a... It's a practice shot. <laughs> <laughs> she was just practicing her nursing skills yeah. on you. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's terrifying when you're... It's terrifying it's to get a shot, but then when your own parent... your parents. Yeah, is yeah. 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 That's you a eat a meal with them yeah one time i had strep i was very very sick i like went to the hospital and they were trying to draw my blood and they couldn't i don't know if i was dehydrated or if the nurse on staff was like bad but but she was just like gouging into my arm and my mom's a very sweet woman but then there's like a snapping point and then you just do not know where that tornado is gonna go (laughs) and she like snapped and like I very clearly remember she like took the needle out of the lady's hand, shoved her, which was unnecessary. The lady was not putting up a fight. Mm. Then she like in one full swoop like st- 
stuck me, drew the blood, and then like pulled it out and gave it back to her. Well, that's intense. And then like a while later was like, oh, by the way, I'm a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I think the lady thought my mom was like a really seasoned drug addict. Oh, that's hilarious. My mom well, never... Well, it was between your toes. It was between your oh, Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. My mom never gave me a shot or took my blood, but she did bring medical instruments home that I thought were just like normal household yeah. items. No, like, have you heard of hemostats? They look like scissors, but they're meant to clinch yeah. like you know what hem- yeah yeah it's like and i thought this was just a thing you bought at office depot like everybody has <laughs> hemostats to get like things out of tight spaces or to like i don't know hold yeah, you know. on to things and then it wasn't so much later in life that i realized this was not a normal thing to yeah. have around my dad used to bring his stethoscopes home because he was a medical doctor and I used to take them and play with them. And I didn't know they were like thousands of dollars. So my dad would get <laughs> Those are super so expensive. mad at me. <laughs> it was tough times. So Dr. Katie, what was your area of research in your grad school experience? So very uh, depressing area of suicide mm. in okay. adolescence is what I studied. I was on a grant with the CDC all the entire time I was in grad school. So that was I, how you paid the bills. That was how I paid yeah, the bills. You made the money. <clears throat> yeah. The CDC paid the bills, I guess, or something. Yeah. Or the yeah. taxpayer They're did. Your Thank daddy. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, Thanks, taxpayer. So you were fully yeah. funded the whole time? I was fully funded through research on suicide suicide in adolescence mm-hmm. and also through teaching. I taught a lot in grad school too. But yeah, I wrote a bunch of papers on suicide. No big deal. No big deal. Highly, think... highly published over here. Yeah. <laughs> but when um, they stopped paying me for that, I stopped doing that. Yeah, so that's funny. Do that yeah. anymore. Much like we stop everything, we don't get paid for anymore. Yeah. I think you would be a really great professor to have instructor yeah because you're so like sweet and calm and nice i think it would be relaxing to sit in your class and receive information thank you listen keep going is this going to be on the midterm (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i'm as nice as you think i am maybe not (laughs) as a teacher maybe not i uh i like to in my mind think of you like as no i think i'm I'm probably pretty i ran into a student the other night (gasps) at a restaurant and she was like so sweet Mm. and she I'm a psychology major because of you. I know that made made my whole night. It did. But also I only teach night classes, so I'm not my best self when I'm teaching. After work. I used to love teaching night classes. Because I'm pretty, why? I love it because it's, at least where I used to teach, it was like a huge mix. It was like, like older people who are working and then younger people that yeah it was a different type did not of have their shit together to get a day class there's just like a bunch of like all age range all types mm. of people all walks yeah. see that's not that's not how it feels where i teach yeah. i think there's been a trend towards the kids these days they don't take morning classes anymore they only take night classes because yeah, they're too busy playing Fortnite, or doing something i don't i don't yeah. know what they're doing tiktoking tiktoking <laughs> snapchatting they're chat, up all night snapping, tiktoking about whatever. avocados mm. and nitro coffees and you're drinking a nitro coffee I'm right trying now to be hip. you are so hip you're not even using a straw which is extra hip i know because i don't give a shit about my teeth <laughs> I, I thought it insurance. was about the turtles not your yeah, teeth exactly oh yeah <laughs> them too they don't give a shit about my teeth the either. only class well yeah, the only class I failed in college. <laughs> I'm glad you had it. Was introduction to psychology. You, you double back. It was but the a, second time really clicked. No, no, no. I My first, I'll be honest, my first quarter, because I was at University of California in quarters, um, my first quarter I was on academic probation. <laughs> And I got caught drinking in the dorm <laughs> and they had to call my parents. And my mom, after the first quarter, re- called me and was like, should we worry 
And I was like, no, I'll get it together. Now I'm cool, bro. I'm like good. I just needed to live my life yeah, first. I, just, I, I was young. Out a little bit. I just, and the reason I failed it is because it was an 8 a.m. class. Oh. I'm sure, I'm sure that's the one reason why. That is the reason. Well, no, it literally is the reason why, because I wouldn't go. I had a, She well, was still drunk on yeah. Smirnoff um, ice. <laughs> Boone's. Boone's Farms. Boone's Farm. Zima's. <laughs> Zima. I took a morning... I had one morning class in college, I remember. It was at eight, which is like, it's funny to look back. I'm like, that was like so early. Now I'm like, I'm at work mm-hmm. so much earlier than that I now. know. But I was I would- in this class with my neighbor, his name is Brian. And I remember one day he was like, oh man, like I'm feeling so sick. Like this, this class, so it was a twice a week, 8 a.m. He's like, being up so often, like, it just made me so sick. And he pulls out this like two liter of Mountain Dew and just starts like aggressively like, oh, oh <laughs> chugging it. Like I think the Mountain Dew might be doing the heavy lifting on that illness, man. Probably. Yeah. Made up cool. 80% Mountain Dew. I just remembered too, as I was not listening to your story. I could tell that, um, when you're just, you're like staring two feet behind my head. Um, playing with your body button. The, I've, so I, not to brag, but um, I, when I started college, I was in the honors program. But not that after is, the first quarter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Such a fall from grace. I got kicked out of the honors program. I was on academic probation and then kicked out of the honor, honors program. Mm. So never, Did you ever get back in? Nope. Didn't want to either. Was like, you know yeah, what? College them. is hard enough. Like, who am I proving? What am I? What am I proving? Yeah, I got. I went to grad school. I'm a PhD now. I didn't need no Do you honors. Go back and it all comes out in the wash, right? Yeah, no, like really. maybe I wasn't the best in grad school, but we all ended up with PhD. Yeah, We're all yeah. Here. yeah. No one's asking what my GPA was from grad school right 4.0 but no one's yeah, asking like same but yeah. Yeah, I, don't, no, no I feel like yeah. if any of my patients are listening like i actually am a good psychologist yeah i mean <laughs> i did have a buff for it, but only it thing matter. i'm good at <laughs> yeah apparently you're good at reading books i'm so i love to read yeah you're good at I'm, petting dogs and i'm an excellent dog petter you're also a runner i'm a runner mm-hmm. i'm an amateur runner well, we're all we're, all we're not, we're not getting paid for this. Yeah, none of us. We're an Some am- of us are better than others. Me being the other at this table, um, but yeah. Oh. What else am I good at? I am good at social things. Yeah, you know, I like social you're things. A I'm a butterfly. I feel like you do. You always improve whatever's going on when you show up to a social <gasps> thing. That's the highest compliment. Yeah. It's true. Whenever you show up to um, place, I'm like, oh, thank God, Katie's here. Ugh. I'm going to come to more stuff. Yeah. I know. That's just my way to to get you to stop <laughs> skipping on it. I don't skip. I'm, an, don't. I'm a, such a yes person. I used to be a very big introvert. This goes into oh. what we're going to talk about today. What I used to be a big introvert and now I'm big extrovert. It's like an actual Whoa. personality change. Swing. Which I didn't think would ever happen Did to me. Did you get a blow to the head? <laughs> Let me think about it. I Not don't remember. I, uh, then yeah. <laughs> That's actually the first criteria. So yeah. With, so with yeah, I think loss. that was probably it. Well, I took the very uh, well, you know, renowned, empirically supported Myers Briggs oh. Oh, online you? brief edition the other day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You posted Which, by the, the way, you were at BDSM. Not, yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> not a category. Also, not super empirically supported. I forget all the other letters, but it it said I, <laughs> I said I was an extrovert. I'm, I'm an ESFJ. I'm an oh. extroverted, sensing, feeling, judgmental. I have no idea what it all stands for. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll go with that. The bread of that sandwich I agree with. Yeah, okay. They're extroverted and judging. I like how you took a non-empirically based uh, assessment and you did the brief version of it. Yes, so I did even- the- 
It's They've the, been less reliable. Okay, so you're going to do bullshit, Let's, but do the quick one. Yeah. So before we get into your topic, how did you get in? I know you had a CDC grant, yes. but were, were you going to grad school to study that or was it just like the funding source? It was just the funding source. Yeah. My was advisor? it always a passion of yours? Mm-hmm. Teens killing themselves? Um, no, but adolescents kind of are a passion of mine. Oh. I like really like teenagers. A lot of my clinical work in graduate school was with um, severely mentally ill teenagers. Mm-hmm. And I just really like them. I focus mostly on suicide, but this idea of loneliness and um, belongingness plays a big role in suicide. So, and I was like, that's more interesting to me. Dr. Katie, what song should we insert here? Um, <laughs> what's your what's your, your walk-up theme? <gasps> I, I think my, I, I've been really into Alanis Morissette recently. Yes. I've been kind of getting back into my, maybe it's because I've been thinking about teenagers, but like, what did I listen to when mm-hmm. I was driving to school and I was 16 and it was... It was Alanis? Alanis. It was a lot of Alanis. Yeah. So, Pill. Um, was it also because you little also pill. had a crush on Dave Kouye? No, I'm like really not into that pairing. Mm. Yeah. Me neither. It's no. a weird one. Did they have also, a name? That entire, that entire album was about how big of a dick he was. Yeah. And how big of a dick he had, too. Why are you so petrified of silence? Here again, this. Did you think about your bills, your ex, your deadlines? Or when you think you're gonna die? So today we're going to talk about the epidemic of loneliness Aww. in the age of technology. Ooh. And then I'm going to make a case for aloneness and that yeah, it's not it's so okay bad. It's okay to be alone. Oh, aloneness is different than loneliness. It's different. Mm. It's t- actually very different. Okay. okay. I heard that they were different. They are different. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Good. They're different. All right. So, all right, so take us coming. on this journey. <laughs> so that's all I have to say. Well, I mean, would you, you two, would you say you've ever been lonely? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no. no. But if you were to ask a group of people like in a group environment if they've ever been lonely, most people would not raise their hands. Really? Yeah. Because they don't want to stand out. They don't want people to think that they are lonely. Huh. Yeah. So the idea of loneliness is very much influenced by what we think other people's social relationships are and we compare ourselves to them. Hmm. Yeah. I take it back. I've never been lonely. Get me. I've never, <laughs> never. That was a close one. <laughs> um, I think that's so interesting because I just think that's part of the human experience. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's safe to say that 100% of people have been lonely yeah. at some point or another in their lives. It's kind of normal. Yeah. Normal developmentally. Sure. And when people are actually honest about it, like when they're asked anonymously or in research studies, which I've done. No big deal. No big deal. It's actually a bimodal phenomenon, loneliness, which means that it happens kind of at two different points in life. So the highest levels of loneliness are like, in the first couple of decades of life. Mm-hmm. So peaking around, you know, like those early adolescence mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. and then peaks again at old age. Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of really old dudes yeah. that are like lonely. That are lonely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Aging is a lonely process. It is. Mm-hmm. Watching my own parents do it. It's like... That's a bummer. Because you, lo- you lose the ability to be active with friends. Like my dad had to give up golf and like... Yeah. And people lose their built-in social networks. Mm-hmm. Like when you're not working anymore. That's right. Then you just, you know, you don't have those people around you yeah. all the time. But loneliness is very much, it's subjective, right? You get to decide whether you're lonely or not. Mm-hmm. Um, That's an empowering thing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You choose you to ch- feel lonely. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't go that you, you far. Can- no, no, that's not a good way to put it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what would Lizzo say. Lizzo would W-W-L-S. say. WWLS. <laughs> what would Lizzo say? Lizzo would say, you get to decide if you want to feel good as hell 
or mm, not man. walk your fine ass out that door. That's what yeah. Lizzo would say. The moment I feel lonely, I go, nah, yeah, I'm walking this <laughs> fine ass out the door. Then I stand on the porch and feel better. Side note, I'm creating a game show that I'm going to start at some point of, is it a Lizzo lyric or a Taylor Swift lyric? Um, and I'm, it's in the, I'm working on it, but That's I've got a lot answer? of, I've, well, no, I can't tell you. <laughs> Every episode is just one lyric. It's one lyric. Thanks for tuning and in. And you say, do you, is it Taylor Swift or... Is it Lizzo? Are they, are, do they have a lot of overlap? Well, I just think some sometimes they could be misconstrued for one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, yeah. anyways, back I'll, to I'll, back I'll to do loneliness. some self disclosure about loneliness. Okay. Uh, there have been point part points parts of my life points Pits. in my life pits in my life where I've had to do some like purposeful planning around experiencing severe loneliness Mm -hmm. and then having to kind of figure out ways to behaviorally activate and get out of the house so like surrounded by people and not feel as isolated or alone yeah I'll just I'll say that yeah I am a person too not just a psychologist I don't feel lonely easily I like alone time yeah yeah but then it creeps up on me like remember a couple years ago there was like a five day span where i was home alone and also like i had a lot of that time off from work and i was like oh the first like three days i'm like this is great right and then like the fourth day i'm like this is great oh this is not great <laughs> and anymore. I'm, yeah there's this, a thin line between showed up fast <laughs> aloneness and when you start to feel lonely and that's why yeah that's why it's so subjective mm-hmm. yeah so the official definition of loneliness is that it's a subjective state of distress due to the discrepancy between what you want your relationships to look like, like your desire Mm. for your relationships to look a certain way and what they actually look like. Mm. So if you were totally fine being home alone and using your dad's aftershave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Every month it's sweet. My dad does mail down a bottle of his aftershave. And you shave your whole face off. I shave my whole face. I slap my cheeks. (laughs) I yell. Scream into the mirror. Yeah. And then Um, Diana comes home. She's like, why are there micro machines all over the floor? (laughs) (laughs) Because of of crooks. The what bandits are back in town. The bandits are back. Um, Bandits. Yeah. So it's not, it's not even based off of like the size of your social network or your social, the quantity of people in your life it's just about how you feel about it it's not even about the objective state of aloneness because you can feel lonely in a crowded room and mm. i'm sure that's a song lyric somewhere oh too my God. Yeah. lizzo or taylor swift and uh, well, i Both. think alanis billy joel <laughs> i think all of the yeah. artists that would be yeah. a great game lizzo or billy joel <laughs> it's like so easy <laughs> so I don't know. I bet we could find some hard ones. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, it's impacted by social comparison. So we don't want people to think that we are lonely. And so we pretend that we're not by posting things on Instagram mm-hmm. and sure. Facebook. Sure. It's interesting because I, I'm sure that's a cycle, right? Because you post things because you don't want to seem lonely, but then other people look at your stuff and then also think that they're lonely because they're not doing the things that you're doing. Yeah. FOMO is real. Yeah. FOMO is a real thing. It is. So this whole idea of technology increasing loneliness, it's a little bit more complicated than that, actually. Hmm. So for young adults, it doesn't, it does increase loneliness. What age are we talking about? 18 to 22 year olds. Too young to be on the internet. (laughs) 
Is it when I just said eighteen to twenty two year olds? I was like, oh, that's me. Like that's not me. Whoops. <laughs> that's not yeah. me by a solid decade and yeah. more. Oh, I'm in that group solidly. <laughs> but like in my mind, in my Instagram, yeah, you're like, oh, I get lonely like an eighteen year old. That's awesome. Yeah, in your totally. Snapchat life. In my, I don't do Snapchat. Don't oh my god, that's way too cool in for my me. TikTok life. But yeah, there's a for eighteen to twenty two year olds. But that was just what this study looked at. I found that decreased time on social media made people feel less lonely so if you decreased your time on instagram and the book then you felt less lonely but the opposite is true for old people yeah i can see that people love facebook they do well also because by that time you are often far removed geographically from people you used to be friends with and so it's actually a way to like see what your friends have been up to and mm-hmm. feel connected in yeah. some way. And there's this idea that even feeling belongingness or connection, even with when you're not like around people can increase your sense of well-being. So there's this famous study that Tom Joyner at Florida State, who did a lot of research on suicide. I know that name. Um, he was on my CDC grant. No big deal. Mm, no big deal. Call out. Um, He's uh, coming on next week. <laughs> oh, God. He doesn't know yet. <laughs> He's going to show me up. Well, he did a study that that showed that suicide rates are significantly decreased on Super Bowl Sundays than any other comparable Sunday. That's interesting because yeah. domestic violence rates I are know. way higher that day. I know, but we're yeah. not going to talk about that. We're talking okay. about... <laughs> and also, did you know that... That's only in the cities where the team loses, right? My caseload goes up like tenfold the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. So many dudes are like, I don't know why my wife wants me to come in. It's like, you reek of beer. And I have a general you're idea. angry. You're yeah. angry? Yeah. You're angry. Your shirt's covered in nacho steam. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> I have a I have three things you can work on. Do your Girl, laundry. Wash your face. Do your laundry. Girl, wash your face. <laughs> and take a deep breath. Take yeah. a deep breath, but Pizza don't exhale breath. in this room because your breath stank. Yeah. <laughs> Brush your teeth. Yeah. So other than domestic violence, the Super Bowl is good for feelings of loneliness because people mm. sense that they're connected to the world yeah. or at least oh, the United States because they're all everyone's watching the same thing at the same time. Plus, yeah. you go to parties. Yeah, but even if you don't go to parties mm. people still feel like they're part of something bigger ah, it's same thing like when the olympics are on I was people just gonna ask about the olympics mm-hmm. or, or like world cup the who are the the ice hockey people mighty ducks. <laughs> yeah when people when watch, those movies came out when people watch the mighty ducks they feel significantly less lonely I uh, when movie. i look at emilio yeah. estevez though i do feel less lonely <laughs> i do that's why his <laughs> poster is above our bed rich fantasy life <laughs> yeah. also keeps you from loneliness but when people use technology as a substitute for real relationships, then it's not so good. It can enhance your real relationships. Mm. But if you just stay at home all day and only have relationships over the internet, then it actually makes you feel more lonely. But there's been a lot of attention on loneliness because a lot of people live alone now, especially in the Western world. Did you guys ever live alone? Well, I lived alone in my dorm room. Does that count? Yeah, that's like, but you're surrounded. It's like communal living. Yeah. yeah, like had to share a bathroom. So I don't think that counts. If you counts. share a bathroom, you're not living alone. Yeah. So no, I've never lived alone. I've never lived alone either. I have multiple yeah. times. It's, it's awesome. There was two periods of my life where I lived alone. One without dogs and one with dogs. Oh. I was much more comfortable. So was it really alone? No. Um, they, they, were, they were like roommates. Groommates? Groommates. Yeah, because I <laughs> would groom them. They would groom me. <laughs> <laughs> the 
apartments I lived in alone with my dogs, it was much easier to like go home, hang out at home on my own doing stuff. Whereas when I was living alone without dogs, yeah. I feel like I was always out doing stuff yeah. or going to people's houses or going out and doing things. Mm-hmm. I was very rarely home. I don't feel alone when my dog is there. Yeah. Even though he mostly ignores me, but yeah. like I still feel like there's Hootie? someone around. Who do you? It's my dog, the oh. hootster. I had to force cuddle him, but um, <laughs> but yeah, since the 1960s, there's it's like very fast growing rate of people that live by themselves. Hmm. More men tend to live alone. There's a word for them. I think they call them solitaries or something. Hmm. That's Pe- kind of our word. People who live alone. <laughs> we don't. You can say it, but like not with that inflection. Uh, there was no inflection. If you I, hear it, no. if you say it like in a song context, it's fine. But okay. Is it like plushies? What? Solitaries? Yeah. Uh, this took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> it always does. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I know. I am a pod listener. Wait, what's the, um, what was the conference in Baltimore? BronyCon? Bros that love my little pony. Yeah. Stop they had a big it. convention yeah. in Baltimore. They did. It, it was it, upsetting. It was, no, it was amazing. That weekend, because they would have, be at the convention center because it was really big. So you try to do a lot of stuff in that area so we could mm-hmm. see bronies. So you could see them. Yeah. yeah. They're, see, the, they're these, loud and proud. These are not lonely folks mm. solitaries no. bronies and Damn. juggalos do you know what a juggalo is people who get paid to juggle no well <laughs> people who are big fans of uh the insane clown posse oh there's a higher purpose yeah that's basically the key to loneliness having a higher purpose all right let's let katie move okay on. so what are you talking about today <laughs> I have so many stats okay, do it. about it. solitaries, but now I feel I'm being judged for using that term. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to say single person households. All the single fellas. All oh. the single fellas. But it's not so bad. I mean, it's it. we like being alone sometimes mm-hmm. when we want to be. Mm-hmm. No pressure, no obligation. You can leave your dirty socks on the floor if you're a solitary mm-hmm. I know. person. Well, Diana must be a solitary person. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, boy. But it's so interesting. In the age of technology, people desire more privacy hmm. and situational aloneness than they used to. Maybe we're just so <laughs> overwhelmed. I think we're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I think we're overwhelmed sometimes by connection mm-hmm. and by the FOMO that people sometimes are like, you know what? I just, I don't want to be around the stimulation. Mm-hmm. But then at other times, people do want to be around the stimulation. So it just depends on how you feel. But there was another, oh, this is an interesting study. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 25% of women and 67% of men would rather endure an electric shock than spend time alone with their thoughts. Oh, I think I've heard this before. Oh, I've mean, small percentage. Yeah, of- that makes sense. Yeah, th- it was a UVA study they did in 2014. Well, I wonder if that's different than it used to be. Like, it'd be nice to know, like, 20 years ago what that was because we're so good at distracting ourselves from our thoughts these days. Like, I don't think even Mike and I, like, when we're in the car together, we've had to institute a rule where the person driving cannot be on their phone. Cannot. No. It's specific to our car. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, the person not driving can't be looking at Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. because like yeah. it's so they easy. They just had to sit there and stare forward <laughs> yeah. or talk to the person driving <laughs> no, or critique, critique the driving of the person yeah, driving. That's true. But would you eat dinner in a restaurant alone? Yeah. I usually have a book though if I do that. There's a, mm. I don't know if it's David Sedaris or Bill Bryson. I think it's Bill Bryson. Have you guys ever read his books? Mm-mm. No. They're really funny and really good. He writes about traveling. He talks about eating alone in restaurants because he travels a lot and does like writes books on traveling. And he one time was like, I made a sign 
that I hang around my neck that says, I have friends. They're just not here. <laughs> I have friends. They're just yeah, not here. Because he's eating I like alone. It. I know. Yeah. I don't mind eating alone, but if I, I rarely do it, but I would probably sit at the bar, not like a mm-hmm. table. I feel very self-conscious. Or look at your laptop or phone or something. Yeah. I feel better if I'm in a booth. Weirdly enough, I feel like, I'm, like I don't like oh, to be yeah. at a table in the middle of them. I don't like booths in yeah. general. I love booths. I just want to say that. It's, it feels dirty. They feel dirty because you mm. can like stuff. I don't know. I just, I'm not. Yeah. It feels fan. more protected though. I agree mm. with you. It I feels feel, like kind of, this is my little mm, space. Yeah. yeah. I can sit sideways on the bench. People are like, look at that cool guy. <laughs> one, so one you can time. stretch out. Speaking of going to things lonely, I was. Alone? Oh, alone. No. Oh, <laughs> I, I was. Um, um, I'll be coming to the party lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh I was like 23. I had tickets to see Ray LaMontagne. Love him. L- yeah, love great. him. And I was supposed to go with someone they bailed like that morning and they were like can't go. And then I like literally called like 20 different people. I'm like I nobody ticket. wanted to go with No you. one wanted to go or people couldn't couldn't go and I was like it's free. Like I just want to go with someone. And then finally I like an hour before the show, I like thought I was like, I'm just not gonna go. I'm like, well, that's bullshit. I'm gonna go. Like, what's and I like hyped and myself. And it's Montaigne, so you can stand there and be sad. And I it's know. Fine. And they're, they're they're great seats. They're like super <laughs> close. And I was like, what? Why am I not gonna go to this thing on my own? What's the big deal? So I went. I'm like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? So I went, got in, and I was like, this is great. It's like this is, I can do whatever I want. I don't have to worry about anyone. I bought two beers at once. <laughs> Save the walk, and I bought like You're like this is for my friend. Yeah, I bought a giant <laughs> thing of kettle corn, <laughs> and I just sat in my seat, and I'm like eating this popcorn, drinking this beer, and I'm like, this is great. Like no one gives a shit that I'm alone. Like why am I making such a big deal? And then I looked to my left, and this lady was crouching down, taking a picture of me. <gasps> and I had already drank one of the beers already, so I got up and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, my friends and I uh, were up there. We saw you just alone, just like drinking and eating popcorn. We we're like, when I'm having a bad day, I'm gonna like go. I'm gonna see that guy. At least I'm not oh. that guy. And I was like, that's fuck you. She was like, no, no, that's a good thing. Like, you're just like doing your thing. And I was like, eh, it came off kind of bitchy. Mm. And I bought another beer. That seems pretty you, did you become invasive. A meme? This is why you like Probably. booths. This is why I like booths. <laughs> if you had had a booth at the Ray LaMonte <laughs> concert, you right. would have been so much happier. <laughs> right in the middle of the audience, there's a full booth. <laughs> service see this i think the reason that i the only reason i like to travel sometimes Mm. is that you're it's you're allowed to be alone when you travel yeah like it's totally normal Mm. to sit at an airport bar with two beers and a bucket (laughs) of kettle corn and nobody's gonna judge you there because it's like look i'm working i'm just traveling it's it's a normal yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm doing research on this Netflix show that I'm watching right. without headphones on <laughs> in the middle of an airport. Bar. I do love traveling alone. Yeah. I, I do love too. traveling alone. There's probably a lot of reasons for tra- why traveling alone is so great. Yeah. But I think a big reason is that no one's judging yeah. you. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. 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 Like you can uh, air, airport beer at 9 a.m. No, because like no, no one's one knows judging what time you. zone you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, nobody exactly. knows. No one's judging that. You can like read the trashy magazines. Yeah, you can, no, there's nothing else. I go to the mm-hmm. bar at 6 a.m. I go, oh, Nihao, can I get a beer? And they're like, oh, this guy's from Japan. This is a normal time <laughs> totally, to get a beer. Totally normal. I did fly when I was flying to California by myself last week or whenever mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, you were such a brave girl. I bought, I bought a New York Times uh, newspaper, oh. a full newspaper. Yeah, a little trashy magazine. <laughs> no, no, no. I just was like, when's the last time I like broke open a newspaper, a full newspaper? <laughs> you opened it in, were you in the middle seat? So yeah, really you, you were that person yeah. reading a newspaper on a plane. No, I, d- I read it before. I, well, I read most of it before I got on the plane. <laughs> Did you take your shoes off too and then open your tuna fish sandwich? <laughs> yeah, I put my feet between the seat in front of me. Draped your hair over the back of the seat. 
<laughs> yes, I did all those things. And FaceTimed someone. I, I bought a, I brought an egg salad tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> they said they wouldn't make it, but I knew they would. Yeah, yeah. I was like, put both those things on there. Can no, you but- fart in the bread before you close the sandwich? <laughs> And then I farted the whole time on the plane from, from yeah, that sandwich. Because you're allergic to eggs. I knew that people were looking at me because like, you just don't see people reading newspapers anymore. I felt so Yeah, they thought you were a time weird. traveler. Yeah. yeah, and like I totally did that thing where I like opened it and then like flipped it, yeah. flicked it, so it like bends the right way. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I'm a real old timey like, person. Did yeah. you lick your finger before you turned the page? No. <laughs> oh, you missed out. But you know what's hard about reading a newspaper? Is what's hard the- about reading a newspaper? <laughs> Is the like continuation? This is on her last album. It's a good one. Yeah, no, like the continuation. Like it'll be like you'll read part of the story on the front page. I'll oh my be like, God. turn to B six. Yes. Yeah, no, I, go, not I don't. For me. I don't. I'm too lazy to no, turn to B six. I don't have time for that. And I don't. Also, don't care that much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I usually stop reading there. I'm just like, reading this newspaper to look smart. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to turn the page. Yeah. Well, it's a bummer. I'll never know how <laughs> this kid got found. Yeah. <laughs> the nice thing about newspaper articles though is there's very rarely a twist ending at the end of the article. So it's you don't have to read the entire. Yeah, all all you need is really the first paragraph. So, yeah, first paragraphs. You skim for your name. I keep feeling the need to like bring us back to my topic, yeah, and then no, I'm like, no, this is fun. no, I'm not in charge here. Yeah, you're, you you're the teacher. <laughs> you're letting the kids rule. Yeah, you're. If this your were classroom my classroom, management. I would be. Would you flick your your fingers? No, I would just be silent in like a passive aggressive oh, way until sure. they're quiet, oh. and then I would just give a look and say thank you. Oh wow! You whisper <laughs> it. Yeah. Nice. They you do the me. quiet coyote. Mouths closed, ears up. <laughs> you say one, two, three, and then they all say, "Look at me." Yeah, I've been, I, I'm going to try that next time. I I've been in a lot of like at the play. Oh yeah, that's good. The yeah. show is about to start. <laughs> Do you want to hear some fun facts about loneliness? Yeah, yeah. Okay. love to. The U.S. Yeah. The U.S. government says that loneliness is as dangerous to your health as smoking 15 cigarettes per day. For what? how long? Like, like loneliness. One moment of loneliness. Yeah. I don't know. This was just like a little icon on the the health resources and services administration, hrsa.gov. So it's healthier to smoke less than 15 cigarettes a day than ever feel lonely. Mm -hmm. I think it's fewer. Fewer. So only smoke half a pack a day and don't be lonely or just go do some social stuff. A socially isolated person has generally increased morbidity, hence the same as smoking 15 cigarettes a day, Mm. above and beyond depressive symptoms. What is it that happens with lonely? Like, is it a heart problem? Yeah. Is it- it's the same as like, you know, people who are chronically stressed have sure, heart. Sure. Have it's it's yeah. stressful. It's stressful yeah. to be lonely. Mm. And so in the same way that other chronic stress can lead to hypertension or cancer, cardiovascular disease, cognitive decline, trouble sleeping. Loneliness is a chronic stressor. So mm. it does all that stuff. But it's a dose response effect. Mm. What does that mean, Dr. Diane? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she- I thought you were asking she threw a head fake she looked at me and said dr diana and then dr diana spat her gum out no i thought that i just thought she'd be better equipped to answer the question i thought it was no wow. sense, dr. Mike. sweet okay. that I, you my were name like my table. they probably don't know what that is so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask and answer it what was the question i could i can answer no, it i want too. you to answer it okay a dose response effect what is a dose response effect can i go to the bathroom <laughs> A dose response effect means that the higher the dose of something, the higher the response. Oh, sure, so sure, sure. The oh, more dose. Yeah. What did you? <laughs> I'm not speaking Spanish here. I, I thought was, you. It, it was, was the, like was uno dose. Was the two no. response? No, no dose one. with an e. 
What's the Uno response? Uno, the, the Uno response? <laughs> the response. Trace response. The The science isn't there yet for the trace response. No, the Quattro response is the worst, but we're not going to talk about that yeah, today. My legs. Um, quadro. <laughs> quadro? Okay. Anyways, the more lonely you are, the higher risk you have of health consequences. Mm-hmm. And probably for longer. For longer. So like chronic loneliness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did a, a study on what we call loneliness trajectories, mm-hmm. and like how people's loneliness ebbs and flows over time. And actually, most people only have little spikes of loneliness. They're not mm-hmm. they're not super lonely all the time. Like mm-hmm. a very small percentage of people are chronically lonely. And typically, those are people who like people don't like them. Yeah. I was just going to ask if there's a correlation between like mental health issues and loneliness. There's a link between social skills deficits and aggression Hmm. and depression. A lot of times people don't have very rewarding relationships when they Mm. are aggressive people because people don't want to be around them. Or if they have poor social skills, they don't know how to be around Mm -hmm. other people. Mm -hmm. So those people tend to have chronically high levels of loneliness starting early, starting Mm. at like age 10. And it kind of lasts throughout their life. Hmm. But most people have a pretty low level. And some people have an increasing level. That's another trajectory that you can have is that you get more lonely over time. Individuals with high functioning autism spectrum Mm -hmm. disorder often report really high levels of loneliness. Yeah. Because they're rejected by their peers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they they present as like socially awkward and have difficulty connecting to people. It's not just that kids don't want to be around them. It's that they want to be around the kids. So Mm -hmm. their connection is thwarted. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be alone, but they are alone. Yeah. And that's what makes them feel even worse. So that's yeah, sad. So the whole thing is like a disconnect. And with all this, a disconnect between like your desire and your reality of like, I want to be around people or like a certain yeah. type of people too. I feel like that's a right. lot of people are lonely. Like, oh, I have these people. I don't like, like, especially like high school. I remember like mm-hmm. wanting to be friends with specific people, even though you had people around. It's like, I don't like these people. I mean, right. Different people. Hence the being alone at a party mm-hmm. or being lonely at a party. Yeah. You still feel lonely there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's an evolutionary basis to loneliness. That's mm. actually meant to get us to seek connection because hmm. it's good for our health and also not to abandon our offspring that's probably good mm-hmm. probably yeah that's good. like that's like a good that's a thing that's yeah. yeah the pain of being separated from people makes us prompt hmm. uh, or prompts us rather to seek connection reunion all of those hmm. good things yeah. so there's a reason we feel lonely it's not all bad no it's 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 functional. It's functional. It's only more recently like a clinical problem. Sure. That makes yeah. sense. Is, yeah. Things change. So moral of the story is go find some people. Yeah. Find your people. Find your people. Yeah. Find your tribe. What would Lizzo say about that? Shh, you do you play or find your tribe. Walk your fat <laughs> ass in there. <laughs> also lower your standards. Yeah. For your friends. Well, me, hmm. I'm just kidding. Me, have your friends meet your standards and be realistic about what your standards are. Oh, this is a reason technology can be good, though. Like if people are marginalized or feel marginalized or feel like they can't meet the people oh, yeah. who like are their tribe, oh, then you can yeah. find your people. Like you're, yeah. if you're a My Little Pony enthusiast, mm-hmm. Brony. you're not going to find them next door is what I'm saying. So you might need to find them on Facebook. Yeah. And then you so can true. meet once a year at your little brony convention. Yeah. yeah. They don't like to be called little bronies. But <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's when you're a young my child. Little, my little brony. <laughs> my little brony. I had a My Little Pony that changed color in water. Did you have that one? No, but that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was my favorite. I wonder if they're still into that kind of thing. Mm. If the ponies are still into that kind of thing? <laughs> if the bronies are. Oh. I bet they are. Probably. It sounds like a pretty BA. a high class My Little Pony. <laughs> On a side note, I really wanted a Cabbage Patch Kid when I was little. And... And my grandma 
like made stuff. She was really into sewing and like making things. And so she made me a Cabbage Patch Kid and it was so ugly. <laughs> and all I wanted was a real Cabbage Patch Kid and I had to take the one my grandma made, like play I with my play friends. With friends. And I felt so, talk about lonely. Oh. Ugh, I felt really uncomfortable with the out. ugly one. Really sorry that yeah. happened. They're not cute anyways, <laughs> so you. this must have been a super lonely doll. Super lonely, super ugly. Yeah. But yeah. looking back, it's like so sweet that she did that. That's so depression era grandma too she's i'm gonna make this and i'm gonna open up a tin can of beans and give it to you i'm gonna save my tin foil what else have you got for us i i don't think i have a lot more other than the the choice to be alone can be good for you boost creativity Mm. emotional regulation what's the difference between being alone and being lonely so the choice to be alone it's a choice to be alone and it would not be your choice to be lonely if you're choosing to be alone like i really need some alone time yeah yeah I'm gonna read this book. I'm gonna do this oh, puzzle. I'm gonna so pet good. this dog. That's that would be. <laughs> <laughs> that would be yeah. Whose dog is this? I, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm choosing to pet it. Yeah, there's benefits to that. A lot and a lot of benefits. The New York Times. Speaking of, mm. just did an article about it. I didn't read it because mm. it, it was on it was on B six. Too deep into you the didn't, page. You didn't get there, but it basically said being alone has a lot of benefits. If you are choosing to be alone, it can actually have the opposite effect of loneliness, which is boost some good immune responses. I don't know if the Mm. article said that. I might have read that somewhere else. But it does boost your creativity. It said that. If I choose to have a night where I'm like, I'm just going to read and do this and do that, I do feel like remarkably better the next day. Yeah. Refreshed. But I also feel like as I get older, I value alone time a lot more. Yeah. I mean, I remember being in high school and being like, I have to have plans for the whole weekend because otherwise I'm going to feel lonely. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, I get a weekend where I don't really have a lot of plans. I'm like, yes. A day when you don't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you're listening and feel uncomfortable with alone time, I think it's just an exposure thing. Just get used to it. Just get used to it. Let yourself have an hour. Yeah. Put your phone in the other room. Put it in the oven. (laughs) (laughs) I I do. Well, it's funny because I've noticed your alone time on Instagram. (laughs) That's hilarious and true. And I'm feeling very called out right now. It'll be like enjoying this book. Yeah. On my hammock yeah, on with my hammock. dog. Don't care who knows it. <laughs> I don't feel like I do that regularly. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. No, but, it's like once a day. But I do feel like, does this count if it's not on Instagram? Right, right. Does life my, count? Does life count? Uh-huh. Maybe that's a problem. I need to look inward and think about that. I yeah. saw uh, something the other day about like, have you really done a marathon if you didn't <laughs> post it? Yeah, if you don't have a, a bumper sticker in your car about it. <laughs> well, that too. All right. Okay. You guys. That's all I got. Well, thank that you. Was so great. That was fun. So what do you have coming you up like in your it? life, Dr. Katie? Oh, what do I have coming up in my life? Um, I'm going to go do some social things today. Okay. Wait, let me check my phone for the invite. Um, <laughs> you're not invited. <laughs> Actually, you can come if you want. I'm going to go have some tiki drinks. I'm busy. That's fine. <laughs> what are you doing this week? We are going to go see Parasite. Yeah, the movie. It's a South Korean horror comedy Why do you film. think it's South Korean? Because I looked it up. <laughs> If you want to come see no. us, okay, cool. <laughs> Looks like we both have plans. You turned down my tiki drinks. I'm turning down your South Korean yeah. parasite movie. Yep. Okay. One of these things sounds better than the other. I'm just Although saying. We are going yeah, so to enjoy the tiki drinks. The old- <laughs> 
<laughs> the old timey theater old, at, at the Tampa Theater. Oh, mm. did you have fun on the podcast, Katie? I had a great time. What was the best part about it? All of it. I don't know. I, I loved it all. Aww. Well, I'm honored and privileged. Yay. Yeah, we yeah. are too. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay. Love you. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Um, only if they're backing into a space. That, <laughs> oh, that is a no no. That is a no no. Yeah, I do like one strength of our relationship. I feel like we equally dislike the same types of people, and so our shade is aggressively <laughs> thrown at people. Yeah. Yeah, all right. We're not space backer uppers. I'll just say that for the record. And I'm not a parallel parker can't do it oh, oh. Well, even with a backup camera like my car will literally parallel park itself and i won't do it <laughs> there's That's... a button there's a button oh that can, it will parallel park itself and i still won't do it i don't trust it i don't know why it, freak. we haven't pride. been able to create cars that will turn its wheels to the side and just yeah if the ikea shopping carts can do that why can't we do that yeah i mean it should ju- you should just be able to pull up next to the space and push a button and float into it i totally agree float in general last time i tried to parallel park i curbed my wheels so bad that like all the metal part of the wheel like <laughs> i scratched up this is like two weeks ago really that happened and then my husband made so much fun of me and then like two days later <laughs> he did the same thing in my car so now I, all the wheels are messed up this is balance yeah <laughs> me and Dan are both looking out the window at your car